low and you know, last two days, 13 and 15 new cases. Is that that background stress there? Um, are you feeling a little disillusioned about your job? Maybe there's been cutbacks of hours and workers and there's just a general overall more stress in the workplace. And you know, the, the worry about the fear of the job and the future career and so on. Are we um, maybe self-medicating a little? I know some, of, some people have a, a glass of wine with dinner, but maybe we have a few extra. Um, maybe we, you know when I say self-medicating, are you maybe spending impulsively? More impulsively, just just to feel just feel a little bit better, or a little bit more control, or uh, treating yourself to your favorite junk food a little bit more than usual, um, just to feel good and think about something else. Uh, having difficulty sleeping, you know, just your mind overworking about everything and anxious, uh, or sleeping too much. Just want to block everything out, get everything away from the, just the insecurity of the world and what's happening now. Or are you living in video games and fantasy to escape the reality of what's happening in the world? Uh, tired of watching the six o'clock bad news. You just want to just avoid it all. And troubled by unexplained headaches, stomach problems or other, physical complaints maybe and you know the, the uncertainty of everything you know will this ever end uh, you know we look to things in the world like oh the vaccine well they're saying they're hoping it'll be 50 percent effective i mean coronavirus is the same like the flu and sars they never found one for that are we looking to that as our hope um you know, our, our missionary church president said, traditionally, you know, these pandemics, they're harder the second year. And are we looking for something to grab onto to feel less anxious uh, for our lives, our families? What's family, the future of our children? Should I send my kids to school? Should I not? Should I, you know, our finances job, our bills, the future of the U.S. Our, our government is trillions of dollars in debt and we're spending billions and billions of more. How, how long can you do that? Is my social security going to be there? My security? Little bit of stress starts coming. You know, and we're looking. We, we want to, you know, like our food supply. Things are getting more expensive. Are they going to ship it here and the essentials, the future of the whole world? And um, stress because we want to have that security. We want to know what's happening. We, we feel out of control and we want to control things. That's our natural human instinct. We just want to feel secure and safe. And we want to control our circumstances or, and feel stable or we want somebody, please, <laughs> do it. You know, control the situation and give us security and hope for the future. Um, you know, you're worried about the election. You know, this election, we're either going to go way left or right. What's going to happen in our country? 
Well, it's interesting that uh, I also receive something. Notice how the Lord does that, brings something that just fits right in. And I get the, the Passion Translation. It's uh, like a devotional. So just close your eyes for a moment, and I'll read this devotional, because it's, it's like the Lord talking to us. You know, it's all scriptural. And it says, I remind you this day, do not strive, but rest your heart in the quietness. And I will do what you cannot. We cannot control what's going on around us. He can. He's the almighty, all-powerful God who loves you so much he sacrificed his own son for you. Anxiety and striving are the enemies of your peace. When I give you a task, I give you the grace to accomplish it. I never lead you into failure or give you a mission only to make you fall. I will strengthen you in the quiet place. We have to choose to come there and bring my transcendent presence to calm your soul. When you know me, you will no longer strive to be better or strive to be loved. When you experience my endless compassion, you will learn to trust my love for you. Striving will leave you feeling empty and depleted. But when you release yourself by faith into my care, I will fill you with my peace and give you rest. Faith rests in hope. So, my child, this is the day of Sabbath joy. When you will enter into the realm of my kingdom, where there's, his kingdom is peace, love, joy. Know that I will never fail you or disappoint you. We can trust in him on that. He's the almighty, all-powerful God. Why is it that we humans just want to grab a hold of it ourselves? Think we can do a better job than him. Rest in that certainty that I am with you. I'll take care of you. And with that, I want to read to you uh, Matthew 6, 19 to the end. And... I don't, you know, have to look it up now or anything. Just listen because I'd like you to just meditate on this, these scriptures. Have a time with God and just meditate on them and talk to God about it. And the different things it talks about and how you're feeling about them. And it begins, don't store up treasures here on earth where moth eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. And uh, I want to put up this other scripture here. Um, it says, 1 Peter 2.11, Dear friends, I warn you, as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Sometimes we think worldly desires is, you know, like 
lust of something or other. But what if our desire is just wanting to control things? It's a worldly desire to just want to have that security in ourselves and control things. And it wars against our souls because there's no, only security is in him. The only peace there is in him. He's the rock. Everything else is sinking sand. And he's saying, you know, sometimes what we do is we, when we focus so much on the things of this world, I remember Kent made that example. We put a string across the stage and drew a dot on it and said, imagine this string went all the way around the world. This dot is our lives here compared to eternity and the, our real home, our real life, the blessings of love, peace, and joy we cannot imagine. All fear is gone, all pain, all stress, all death. That's the eternity. And when we focus so much on that thought, it gets us frustrated and angry or stressed out instead of looking to that. Um, you know, <laughs> when Bruce Lee in the 70s came out with the movie Enter the Dragon, that's when I was teaching martial arts. I must have seen that movie a hundred times. Um, there's a part in that movie where he's teaching a young student and the student kicks for him and he says, he looks at him and he bops him on the head and he says, don't focus on the kick or you will miss all that heavenly glory. And it's the same thing I say to you now, don't focus on that dot or you will miss all that heavenly glory and all the stress we have for when we grab onto that dot so hard, like this is all the world to me. We're just passing through. That's not our real life. And um, when we look to the heavenly glory instead of the things that we have around us, Matthew 6 continues, because wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. And if we desire those things so much, we, we will get stressed out about the things of this world. Your eye is the lamp and provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness how deep that darkness is. Jesus is the light. Are we focusing on Jesus like these songs are saying, the heavenly glory, or are we focusing on this world? And it's times like this, God allows some of these things to happen. He doesn't cause them. He never caused sin. Everything was perfect before sin, but he allows things like this in our life. Sometimes it refocuses us, like the people of Israel, they went into captivity. They went through a lot of difficult things, but it brought them back to him because he doesn't care about the dot so much. He cared about their eternal lives. And if it took that for them to focus again on all that heavenly glory instead of where they were at and wanting the things of this world, so clinging on to them so hard, then that's 
what he wants. Because he loves us, and it's eternal, not just the dot. To focus on that, but if we think, and sometimes, you know, I thought, okay, I gave it to the Lord and so on, but you know, it's a daily walk. When I spent time with him, I found out I grabbed it back. You find yourself doing that, and we got a daily walk again. Okay, I put it in your hands again. I, I took control again. Okay, daily, I, I give it back to you. And I don't realize that my darkness, because I didn't realize I grabbed it back until I find out, hey, why am I under stress about something? Why am I, you know, feeling this insecurity about things? Sometimes until it's gone, we don't realize how much we rely on it. You know, like all these things we, we trust are solid. Now maybe not be. But they were all sinking sand. And to really focus us on the heavenly glory instead of the dot. This world is just a preparation for that. No one can serve two masters, Jesus continues. For you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. What does he mean by money? Jesus continues to explain it. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns. For your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Why don't we trust him in his love for us? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? He's the almighty, all-powerful God. Our worries, can they add anything to our life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? I ask myself that all the time. <laughs> so don't worry about these things, saying what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows your needs. He, he's omnipotent. He knows everything. He knows all these things were going to happen. Read your Bible. He, it's all predicted. He's still in control. God is still in control. Can we rest in that? And he loves you. Seek the kingdom of God, where there's righteousness, peace, joy, and love. Above all else, you know, you can enjoy the things of this world, but don't grab onto it and focus on it so much it gives us so much stress. But seek the kingdom of God, your eternal life, the heavenly glory instead of the dot, above all else, and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. 
the almighty, all-powerful God. But we got to choose it. If we, you want to grab onto it, he loves you so much, he's not going to force you. He's not making you a slave. We have to choose to give it to him. And like I said, I didn't realize that you don't realize you're holding on to it until you say, spend time with him. Say, what is this stress in my life? What is going on? And talk with him about it. Spend time with him. Just in relationship. Not asking him for things or complaining about things, but just in relationship. What is this, God? Why am I feeling distress in this way? Is there something in my life I'm not choosing to give to you because he, he wants, he's there ready to take it for us. But we have to choose to give it to him. And I grab things back all the time. I don't know about you. And I realize, okay, God, I'm in stress again. I'm going to put it back in your hands again. So we need to spend that time with him, choose to spend that time with him. Because if we focus on him first, above all else, not that you can't enjoy an ice cream once in a while down here. This world got some great things and a lot of beauty, but it's just a dim reflection of that heavenly glory. So we just don't grab onto it and cling onto it so tenaciously. And he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. And we can't add anything to our life a single moment by worrying. Notice he doesn't say don't, don't plan or be diligent. Just don't grab onto it so hard you start worrying about everything. He's in control. He loves you. Today's trouble is enough for today. Uh, now we have this scripture here, Romans 8, 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. And what did uh, Steve say the other week? He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Follow after him. That's our choice or not, see? We do, he starts, he, we free him to work in our lives because he won't go over us if you want to cling on to it. Who love him and are called according to his purposes for them. Say, I want your purposes for my life. His purposes are good. His purposes are for a future and a hope. Maybe our hope is fading at this time. And so we're called according to his purposes. Not be perfect, you know, it doesn't say. Because like I say, stumble and fall all the time but just put it back in his hands so that we just don't hold too tightly to the things of this world. Everything that's happening here and focus on it because he is in control and he's already preparing a place for us. Like I say, I, I you know, privileged to know five people died and came back and they cannot explain in any near way with colors or paintings or song or words, how wonderful it is. And he's already preparing that for you because he loves you. Focus on the heavenly glory instead of so much on the dot. And what I want to do for you, this, you know, as we end this time is I'm going to play a, a, my favorite uh, worship video for you.
and to a song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, but it's, it's three black men that are singing this song, and, and you look at their, their faces and so on as they focus, they turn their eyes upon Jesus, that heavenly glory, instead of the things of this world. Yes, black lives matter, but if you focus and grab so hard on it, then it becomes anger and frustration and revenge and bitterness because, you know, it's so important right here. It is. God cares about justice. But if we focus on that heavenly glory, then we can be like Martin Luther King Jr. as we're doing it or Nelson Mandela, um, that we're working for justice cause, just because God is justice. He cares. But not anger and frustration and bitterness because we're not we realize that it's not about that. It's about the heavenly glory that's there. So before we play the video, I just wanted to ask you to close your eyes for a moment and just ask the Lord, is there something in this world that you're hanging on to that you just need to put back in his hands? didn't realize maybe we grabbed it back until we realized we have that anxiety. Um, we, when I have money in the bank, sometimes I don't realize I'm relying on it until it's gone. Then I have this stress. And we realize that I was hanging on to that for my security. And it's just sinking sand. Because the only rock is Jesus. So is there something you're worried or anxious about? Your family and the future, the future of our children, the future of our nation, future of the election, our jobs, our finances, our country, the world, getting sick. And that as we turn our eyes upon Jesus, that heavenly glory, the things of these, this earth will grow vaguely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And um, I've shared before how during a worship time, as we were worshiping and worshiping, and finally, I, I suddenly found myself walking up these white look like white marble stairs into this big, huge place, and just the, we were worshiping and worshiping, and um, I didn't even think, is Abraham next to me, or, or David, or Paul, or my dad, my dad is in heaven. I didn't even look around in the light of his glory and grace. That's all we were seeing and focused on. I'm sure there'll be time for that. But it was just the beauty, the wonder, the love of Jesus that cannot be explained. Just overwhelmed everything else. And if, as the Lord told us to pray, let your kingdom come. That peace, the joy, the love, the freedom, the peace of his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We need to focus on that eternal glory and not the dot to cling on to it too hard so 
Just think about the words as we play this song for you now.
at it online because it'll come out really clear there but have a great week everybody as we focus on jesus and the glory heavenly glory instead of the dot amen